You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for wisdom, wisdom that comes from above. We thank you for the wisdom that uh, is light. We thank you that light uh, is what uh, we are, (laughs) that light is what you are, Father. You are the Father of lights. You are light itself. Jesus is the light of the world, and so are we. And Father, I just release light. I say, let there be light. Let there be understanding. Enlighten the eyes of of our hearts today, Father. Uh, Flood our our minds and our imaginations, Holy Spirit, with revelation today about how you created the universe to function, about how you created sons of God to dominate and govern and rule the planet and live from an interdimensional reality where we are living out of the spirit in a body, (laughs) but we are walking around, Father, uh, doing the same works that Jesus did and even greater works, dominating time, dominating space, uh, materializing healing and abundance and, and walking in joy and love and the frequency of heaven every single day. I thank you, Father, that as I've talked today, Father, that you were going to make this clear. I, I am very aware that this can be a, a, a subject of, with a lot of confusion around it. Uh, because we have a lot of different paradigms uh, that talk about it, Father. There's the 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 spirituality paradigm. There's the the scientific paradigm, Father. But I thank you that you are the truth, Jesus, and you, Holy Spirit, know how to communicate with us in a way that makes us uh, grab it as a as revelation for ourselves. And so, Father, I just release the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. I release uh, revelation knowledge today, Father. For every single person, I thank you that as I'm talking, you're talking, Holy Spirit, that you're teaching, and I thank you that you're connecting dots for people that have been walking uh, in, you know, portions of this revelation for a very long time. I thank you that you're going to be helping people that seem to step into this and step out of this and have results, but they seem to kind of uh, come and go. And so I just thank you for wisdom that brings consistency, Father, in our ability to dominate and walk in the earth uh, independent from what we see in the seen realm and uh, live in the realm of the spirit where there is life and there is peace, Father, where we're spiritually minded, where our eyes are open, where our ears are open, where we are living as you created the human a human being to live father in union with Jesus uh, uh, from an as me and through me consciousness father where we are aware of our union we are awake uh, to uh, the reality of the way you've created the universe to work and father we are dominating so I just give you praise for it I give you thanks for it in advance and I call it done in Jesus name amen. Awesome. Well, if you guys have not tuned in to my word for the year for 2024, I encourage you to go back and listen to that because it's definitely going to provide some context for this podcast series. But I actually got the the title for this series back in December, honestly, before I got uh, the word for the year. So 
we weren't quite sure when we were going to kick it off, how the holidays were going to fall and when it was going to start. But I just love the way everything works together for good. And it is the perfect timing for this new podcast episode as we step into the new year and we really tune in to what God is speaking. Now, you know, what God is speaking, I said this in the word of the year, it's not like something new. Like this, these truths are true every single day. Living out of our true identity uh, and, you know, getting uh, rid of an independent self. When I say that, getting, getting rid of the consciousness of an independent self, uh, coming out of the illusion of separation from God, that's not a new word that you get at the beginning of a new year. I mean, this is, a, this is the kingdom. The kingdom is always functioning. It's always now. But I do believe there is something that there is, like I said in the, the word of the year, there's a convergence now of spirituality and science. And there's this confirmation coming from all kinds of different streams and disciplines that is, is confirming what scripture teaches, that we are here to dominate. We are here to live from the reality of heaven while we are on the earth, recognizing that we are seated in heavenly places right this very minute, and that we are here to not be dominated by the material realm and not be dominated by the seen realm, but rather to dominate the seen realm and to dominate the material realm. So uh, specifically what I said for the word for 2024 is that it was to don't quit. It was to be unstoppable and learn how to manipulate the matrix and dominate it in 2024. And I gave some some pretty cool um, ways that you can wrap your head around this that are fun. And I talked about some movies. I talked about The Matrix. I talked about uh, Star Wars and Avatar and Tomorrowland. I even brought up, you know, the fact that I had my little Neo was what I, I gave to my team this, this this year for Christmas. I actually just bought another one after uh, the word of the year. I just got my little Avatar uh, guy. Uh, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, you can't see this. And it, but those of you that are watching it, you can see it's another little Christmas ornament that's an the guy from the avatar, right? Why? Because I, I'm putting out little reminders for myself to remember that what we see is not all that there is. That the universe, we do not live in a material universe. We live in a uh, immaterial universe. We live in an energetic universe. That the fact that we have a uh, we see matter that we that we live in in a place where there is matter where things appear to be solid is actually an optical illusion it's exactly like the the illusion of separation from god that everything that we see that is material is actually energetic energy it's just slowed down to a frequency so that we perceive it with the the way god designed us to perceive it and that we can interact with it in a material way but in reality, everything in the universe, everything that God is, uh, everything that God has created is, is energetic. And until we learn to step into, and, and in the Bible, it would say it is spiritual. Okay. So the word energetic and, and the word spiritual, meaning that it's unseen. Okay. It means that it is uh, invisible. It is a spiritual truth. It is It is not um, discernible. It is not perceivable by our five physical senses. The kingdom of God is, is absolutely real. Jesus is real. Okay. He is a real human being. Now, granted, he has a resurrected body, but there is a man, a resurrected man that will forever be a part of the Trinity 
in heaven. When we talk about Jesus being seated at the right hand of God, there is a physical man. Now, granted, he's a glorified man. Uh, he can he can he can dominate matter through walk through walls and and you know seem, seemingly appear and disappear. You know, uh, but he was doing that even in his earthly ministry. I mean, remember there were times when he would just get in the boat with his disciples and they would suddenly be at the shoreline, like they didn't travel through time to get to the shoreline. So Jesus was dominating uh, even prior to the resurrection. Um, and Jesus was demonstrating the potential of human beings. And so today I want to start with going back to Genesis 1:28, which, you know, some people call the original dominion mandate. Okay. Genesis is not our Genesis. I know that it is the Genesis of the universe, but our Genesis is in Christ. Ephesians chapter one is pre-Genesis. It says that we were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. So truthfully, your origin, your source is in Christ before God said, let there be light. Okay. Just like Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world. We have an origin that begins before Genesis, but Genesis is the scriptural account or the spirit, the, the scriptural explanation for how the scene realm, how the material realm came into being. And we know the story. God, you know, said, let there be light, that the Holy Spirit was brooding over the formless, dark void. And God said, let there be light and light manifested. And God continued to speak things into existence. He began to take in, you know, non-material non-material things. It says the, you know, the worlds were through faith. We understand in Hebrews 11 verse three, it says through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Okay. Uh, it, it even talks about that faith is the evidence of things that aren't seen, that faith is this assurance. It's this title deed. It says in the amplified version that, that, that things exist that are not revealed to the, to the five physical senses. And so God was taking immaterial, uh, reality and he was, uh, uh, creating it through words and through the force of faith or through the force of, uh, of a vision that he was speaking into existence uh, in, in Genesis. And then it says in Genesis chapter one and verse, you know, as you keep reading through there, that God created us in his image, that he created us male and female in his image. What does that mean? That he created us, first of all, as non-material beings. When he breathed the breath of life into Adam and Adam became a living soul, the breath of life is what animated his, uh, you know, his dirt machine, his earth suit, and he became a living soul, but he was created. He was a spirit created in the image of God and given an assignment to tend the garden. In other words, to make the planet look like Eden, to make, to extend the garden, to, to, to work the garden the same way that God worked. And God did, yes, he worked with his hands. He formed God, you know, Adam and Adam out of the dust of the earth, but but he primarily worked in the spirit. He primarily worked with words and, um, with thoughts, what was inside of him, his internal world became reflected in the outer world, in the material world. And that's what there's so many lessons in Gen Genesis. I actually like to, to study Genesis and talk about it as like the creation science, right? It's creation science is in there. 
And the beautiful thing that we talked about in the word of the of, of the year was that quantum physics is now now confirming the scriptural truths of the of the supernatural and of the power of human the power that human beings have to influence the material realm. Many times, unbeknownst to us, we have forgotten and we have we have fallen into a a sense realm governed world. We have we have fallen into the illusion that the material realm is all there is. And I maybe I'll talk about the different worldviews that have evolved over uh, the centuries um, as, 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 you know, leading up to the convergence that we're in right now. But I'm not going to go into that today. Today, I really want to hone in on um, Genesis 1.28 when it says that God blessed them. And I'm reading it in the Amplified Version, and I just have it typed out here. It says, and God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, uh, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. And I love the Amplified Version here because here's what it says. It says, using all of its vast resources in the service of God and man. I just love that so much because it, um, and then it, let me keep going. It says, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. So, you know, you can think of this as like the dominion mandate. This is the original assignment that God gave man. And the assignment hasn't changed. The assignment is still for for the, the sons of God to be fruitful, for us to multiply, for us to be expansive. That's what it means to bless. It means to increase. And we are still here to bless. We're still to increase. Of the increase of Jesus's government, there is no end. All right, of the increase of his peace, there is no end. It is an infinite expanding universe. It is an infinite expanding uh, creation. And we are here to co-create, to co-labor in union with Jesus, meaning we are the temple. Jesus is expressing himself through us, through our words, through our vision. And we we are to hear it be the home of God, the house of God, so that he can still create light. He can still bring heaven to earth. We can still expand the garden for, uh, in, on the earth, that the new creation is completed. It was completed in Christ when he when he rose from the dead. We are an entirely new species. We are a, a new way of operating. We have we've been redeemed from what Adam did. He was the, uh, Jesus was the last Adam, and now we are living in a non material reality called the kingdom of God that is designed to overlay the the seen realm, which is still suffering. Under uh, the 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 results of being governed by people with fallen mindsets and being governed by the seen realm and not walking not walking in faith but walking by sight meaning that we are governed we 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 are we've fallen under the illusion of separation from God and separation from each other and that the idea that the universe is separate even from us rather than a a cohesive unifying Jesus Christ that's holding all things together that is that is designed to produce uh fruit it's designed to produce the fruits of heaven it's fruit of heaven it's designed to produce after uh the the pattern that has been established in heaven which is the new creation so 
When God blessed them, he was saying that we are here to be in, to increase and we are here to harness the earth's resources. We are here to materialize heaven on earth and use the resources in the service of one another. We are here to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. God has given us the power to get wealth, to establish his covenant. What does covenant? His covenant is that Jesus would become the heir of the world, that he would become the firstborn of the brethren, and that we would be in Christ and that we would be inheritors of the earth, that we would we would be uh, be uh, born again of that incorruptible seed, which is Christ, and that we would govern the earth in union with him. Now, as I've been talking about this, remember, I use some analogies because I said it's like we're in, in the movie Avatar, right? We are a spirit that is occupying a human body, but the spirit realm is the, <clears throat> or the non-material realm, you could also say the energetic realm is what spawns the physical realm. Okay, energy is what, what quantum physics is discovering, right? Atoms uh, and energy can equals mc squared is this idea that energy can exist as matter or it can exist as a wave, right? It means it can exist, it, it, that there is, there is, it, there is energy, which is invisible, okay, is still it's still real. Okay. It's invisible. It hasn't, it hasn't collapsed. The wave hasn't collapsed into a particle yet, which makes it visible to our seen realm. But energy is just as real as, as material things as real. See, the spirit realm is just as real as the physical realm. It's just not discernible with our physical eyes. It takes our spiritual senses. It takes activated spiritual senses to be able to interact with the unseen realm. But we have activated spiritual senses. We have the ability to see the unseen and that's what the eyes of faith actually are. Now, um, but you know, avatars is, is this reminder that you are a speaking spirit uh, housed in an earth suit, okay? And that we are here to govern and, and materialize and dematerialize matter, not by working harder in the, uh, in our, you know, in the physical, not by being governed by our physical eyes, but by, uh, bringing unseen realities into the seen realm. We are here to materialize abundance. We are here to materialize eternal life, health. Okay. I mean, there are so many examples. Every miracle in the Bible is this idea of overriding the material realm and the power of God in human beings to do that. And just the, uh, just the, the reality of what science is coming to, to terms with now is that human beings just by design impact the physical realm. We impact matter that what we focus on materializes. This is what the, you know, quantum physics is, is, is teaching us. And quantum physics is also teaching us that the, the, the non-material realm, this energetic realm is, um, uh, a uh, uh, governed. Okay. Like that is, what am I trying to say there, Lord? It's, it's that this, uh, it interacts like we are, we are interacting with the material, material realm all the time. I actually looked up a couple of things this morning. I, I looked it up in the um, E squared book. And this was, this is actually, I went into the chapter that talks about our food. And I just want to give you a couple of scientific examples of this because we have the scriptural examples of this. Most of us know those, but um, this is an example. It says here, um, this is from a, uh, a study that they did um, where uh, 
a guy named Roland McCrady or McCrady. I don't know how to say it. He was um, an institute. Uh, he's the direct. He was the director of the Institute of Heart Math. And it was a research organization that studies stress and human energy. And what he did is he hooked electrodes to a bowl of yogurt, okay? And though although yogurt is widely regarded as an, an inert blob, it says McCready used the electrodes to demonstrate that it would respond to human thought and emotion. And the needle on the bioresponse meter would oscillate wildly when someone that was hooked up to it was asked about an earlier marriage that ended in divorce. So it would just go through the yogurt. The yogurt was responding to this person's thoughts about a previous divorce and said it flew off the charts when he mentioned his lawyer um, which he had confirmed he had unfinished business with. So the yogurt, without being attached to the person in any way, was able to read the person's emotions. Okay, this is crazy. This is just an example of yogurt having a response to human emotions, human thoughts. Okay, there's another example. Um, this is in the 1960s when Clev Baxter, a former CIA agent, made headlines when he discovered that plants perceive human intentions. And say, so this guy was retired from the CIA. Um, he was, you know, uh, one of the f- foremost experts with lie detection equipment. <clears throat> and it says one night while he was sitting in his New York office, he decided to attach a galvanometer, a galvanometer, okay, to a house plant. It was a fluke, just something to kill time. And what he discovered was that the, dr- um, the plant that his secretary had brought into uh, decorate, his, decorate his office with, it reacted not just to physical harm. He dunked the leaves in hot coffee and burned them with a match. Ow. <laughs> it says, but to his very thoughts and intentions. He was shocked and felt like he was running, like running into the sheet and street and shouting to the world, plants can think. Um, instead, he plunged into a meticulous investigation of just how the plant was reacting to his thoughts. Using highly sophisticated polygraph equipment, he was able to prove that plants, all kinds of plants, react to human thoughts and emotions. He tested dozens of different varieties, um, some that humans can eat. And he discovered that plants respond to sounds that are inaudible to the human ear and wavelengths of infrared and ultraviolet light, which are invisible to the human um, eye. And so there's more here. It says, um, and the whole point of this particular chapter is what you think about your body and what you think about your your food will actually impact your health. So I just, those are very simple experiments that I just wanted to bring out today that are, that again, and I, the, the concept that science is now beginning to <clears throat> confirm that creation is conscious in, an, in, a, in a way to human beings. And what governs, what governs uh, uh, creation, okay, is the consciousness of the human being. And when I say the consciousness, I mean the awareness, the thoughts, the intentions, the words, Okay, the actions of human beings. And so we are not living like Newtonian physics tells us in just this, this dead, you know, uh, matter, material universe that, that is just, you know, just in whatever state it is. It is actually reacting and responding to human beings. Okay, how do we know that this is the case? Because it did this for Jesus. Jesus spoke to a storm and it was stilled. Jesus cursed a fig tree and it withered up and died. Jesus walked on water. How was Jesus manipulating? Manipulating uh, the creation? How was he speaking? How was he dominating creation? The law, the Newtonian laws of physics 
and time and space to do these miracles because he was operating from a non-material realm. Okay. He was operating out of the spirit realm with eyes that were seeing heaven and earth united as one and that the seen realm was shapeable. The seen realm, uh, was, um, malleable. The, the seen realm could, could materialize and it would respond to him. And he was teaching his disciples how to do the same works and even greater works than he was doing. So the first principle here that I want to just, you know, come into this, this, I've said a whole lot here is that the universe, number one, is not material. Okay. It is energetic. It is spiritual and it is not a dividing line. Like there's the spirit realm and the seen realm. No, it is more like, um, I don't know, like a circle where it's, it's, it's a dimension. Okay. It's, it's not up and down. It's just both. It's just energy is, you know, both matter and both energy at the same time, like atoms. Okay. Which are the building blocks of creation. Um, will, you know, will respond to human observation and what we observe manifests, what we have intentions for manifest, how we feel affects, uh, matter. Okay, so the first thing here is the universe is not material. The second one, again, I'll just kind of talk through some truths here that I've been talking about, that the physical world is a subset. It's an offspring. It's a creation from the non-material world. Okay, now the third thing I was just talking about is that the universe has, has a relationship with human beings. It has a relationship. It responds to our consciousness. It responds to what we see. Okay, now another a third principle that I think is so, so very important is that when you really start to, to think about this, that the universe is, is energetic, okay? It is, it is, it is non-material, okay? And it, but here's the thing. We have a relationship with things that are in, 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 that we consider to be material without even thinking that they are first and foremost non-material. Let me give an example. Like money, for example. Money is not material, it is immaterial. Abundance is not a physical state. It is an energetic state. Okay. Abundance is a state of being. Abundance and, and, and that money is, 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 for example, is energetic. Okay. And it, but if you have a relationship with abundance, your body, your body is not physical. It is energetic. Okay. Our body, even though it looks physical, is actually uh, it is actually energetic. In fact, the, the future of, of, of medicine will be energy medicine. It will be energy treatments. I mean, these are already happening. I mean, there, there, um, there's a place that you can go to in Utah that is a treatment for thyroid nodules that they are literally treating, treating with electromagnetic, uh, uh, frequencies and the electromagnetic frequencies are shrinking at shrinking thyroid nodules. Okay. So there's no invasive surgery. There's not, they're not treating the body like a machine. They're, they're canceling out kind of like noise canceling the frequencies. And so specific frequencies are actually shrinking growths in people's sex. You can look it up. I, I can't remember some, I can't remember all the details, but it's a place in Utah. Okay. So energy, energy will be the medicine of the future. And so, but if we relate to things like they're just material, like money is a material thing. Like our, it's in our bank, you know, it's a credit card. It's a dollar bill. Like it is a money is a concept. I mean, even a dollar bill is a promissory note. That's an, that's an exchange of value that's based upon a concept. Like it's completely immaterial. Okay. It has a material component to it, but it is not, it is not material. Abundance is not a material thing. Health is not a material thing. 
Okay, it is an energetic thing. And so getting the idea that that even the things that we think are material are actually energetic, it's a brand new paradigm. It is a quantum paradigm. It is a faith paradigm. It is a spiritual paradigm. It is both. Okay, and so we need to, if we're going to have consistent results in the material realm, then we need to have consistent consciousness. We need to have consistent uh, revelation of, of who we are of and, and the nature of the universe, the nature of the kingdom, the nature of the, the unseen reality and its relationship to the seen reality. And we need to be more concerned about our energy, more concerned about our frequency, more concerned about our emotions and our words and our inner world, because our inner world is in fact affecting the outer world. And the outer world, whether we like to... Uh, take responsibility for for this or not, is a reflection of our inner world. The universe in its material form is actually a reflection of the inner world. Okay, it is an inner, uh, it, it only exists because Jesus has is observing it. Jesus is holding it all together. But as human beings who live in Christ and Christ is expressing himself through us, we are here to mirror heaven. We are here to overlay creation with the new creation. We are here to mirror Christ in us externally. We are here to be transfigured, to transfigure the planet into the new world. And so, see... Um, there are laws that, co- that 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 govern the unseen realm, the quantum world. That's what people are discovering. That's what the, the the observation effect is, right? The observer effect. That's what quantum entanglement is. I mean, these are these are replicatable experiments. These are replicatable laws, and they do not work like Newtonian laws. They don't work like gravity. They they override gravity, right? They're but you can have uh, there things like bilocational. You can be in two places at once. Like that defies the logic of the the material universe, but it is absolutely repeatable and dependable in the quantum universe, in the spiritual universe. That's why quantum computing is going to be the computing of the future. Why? It's based on quantum entanglement. The idea that you can, uh, when you influence something here, when it's entangled, it influences something there. Like there is communication that is not linear. There is communi- there's a completely different communication method in the quantum realm. And so the, there's a rule set that governs the spiritual realm that the Bible reveals, but it's been so shrouded in religion. It's been difficult, I think, for us to, to grab it many times out of, the, out of scripture because it gets wrapped up in a bunch of, of, of religious stuff or separation from God. But then there's science that is converging, confirming the things that scripture teaches. So this idea that the universe is a, I mean, that our, our reality is a mirror that, 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 what I want to say that, for example, your bank account balance, I'm just going to use that. Your physical health is a reflection of the thoughts and the emotions and the mindset and the inner world and the inner relationship that you have with money and that you have with your health. 
Okay, the biology of belief talk, you know, we're talking about fields and we talk about it in our health with epigenetics. I mean, it's the same way. Intention, faith, okay, you could say it that way. Intention and faith can transform our physical bodies. Why? Because our physical bodies are governed spiritually. They're governed energetically. And so when we look at the, the things that we see in the in the the earth right now, it is simply a mirror that is reflecting back to you the thoughts, the attitude, and what you have been focused on. It is literally just like feedback loop. It's a feedback loop. It's like staring at an atom and the place that you and the electron appearing where it was observed. Okay, the observer effect. So we are if we are if we are operating out of a scarcity mentality, if we're operating out of a to a, a to me or a by me consciousness. Okay, we talked about that in the word of the month. What does that mean? If we're operating in this place where the the, the world is happening to me, I'm just reacting to the scene realm. Okay, or or I am, it's, I'm in control of it using Newtonian physics, right? I'm going to work harder. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to, it's all material. Everything I'm going to do, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out at the gym. And if I work out the muscle, it's going to increase. When there's been experience, it says that you can imagine, there's, there's experiments where people imagined going to the gym and they had the exact same increase in muscle mass as the people that actually worked out in the gym. Okay, so there is this, but but below that, you know, and by me and to me, that is a material uh, relationship. You believe that that the material, uh, the, the universe is material and it operates by Newtonian physics. But when you step into through me and by me, you start to begin to understand that everything is energy, that abundance is actually an energetic state. It is a state of gratitude. It's a place where you you are connected to the feeling of abundance. You feel abundant now. And you attract abundance now. You are stepping into this place of feel. The feeling doesn't follow the scene realm. The scene realm follows the feeling. And so, you know, when you start to think about the things that are going on in your life or the state of, of your life right now, whether that's your health, whether that's your wealth, whether that's your relationships, right? If you start to think about this, that, that you're just, it's a reflection. It's reflecting back to you just your beliefs, what you have been speaking, what you have been, uh, the energetic signature of you. Okay. I mean, the plants, the yogurt, uh, the, the money, the people that everything is responding to the frequency that you are vibrating at. Okay. Then you start to understand that it's not a problem that you can create a new future at any given time. You can shift anything just by shifting you, that you are the generator of reality. And, and when we live and we, we start to step into through me, that God is generating reality through me or as me, where there is no separation. And now I am one with God. And now what we are, we are co-creating reality together. Then we start to, to see those things shift. And, you know, because there is a delay in how we've been feeling and how we've been speaking and how it shows up in the natural realm, they call that the quantum to, to Newtonian transition point. Okay. That's where we get many times, um, discouraged or we get caught up because, you know, we, we think, oh, I was, I, you know, I was in this great uh, mindset. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I saw this and I declared it and I spoke it. And then we come to the scene realm and it's still reflecting back. It's not changed yet because, you know, it, it, 24 hours, Jesus spoke to the tree and, and it was 24 hours over that thing shriveled up. I mean, there, there's many times, I and mean, even scripturally, there's been a delay in that. Um, so, 
but we get caught into thinking, oh, well, now we're just looking at the scene realm thinking, well, this is more of what I, I don't want. And so we get discouraged. We say, oh, it's not working. It's not working. And we just keep looking at the scene, looking at the scene. But, you know, the scripture tells us that our light affliction, the contrary circumstance is only for a moment. And it's working a far uh, exceedingly weight of glory as we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. And so our focus on the not seen, the focus on what we are creating, the focus on what we are materializing, the focus on on abundance, the focus on health, the focus on, uh, I mean, there's so many examples I could give. I mean, there's been times when I've completely lost weight supernaturally by simply getting on the scale every single morning, ignoring the number that it was report, reporting to me, visualizing the number that it was supposed to be, thanking God for that number, letting my body know that it was, it, that's the number that we are, we are, we're, we're, we are, we weigh. Uh, I would get in the shower. I would speak to my apostat, which is the part that manages my, my home. And I would say, you operate like you are in heaven in Jesus' name, and the weight just melted off. I mean, there are accounts of people losing 100 pounds in a month just by breathing. So it's not necessarily the method. It's not. It, it, it's 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 the it's the consciousness. It's the awareness. And so as I was sharing about that in the word of the month, and you know, when talking about Neo, right, and learning to manage the matrix, right, this is learning to manipulate matter. It's learning to materialize heaven on earth. It's learning to materialize abundance, materialize the relationships that you want, materialize these things in union with Jesus. And, and, the, and the, the, the thing I'm really talking about today is this is, is the idea that we've got to get out of this, this scene realm, material-based uh paradigm of reality and this is why if you if you just work harder you know if you follow people even just in finances if you follow people that are operating out of a scarcity mentality you will you will you will create you will you will it takes material it takes time it takes work it takes effort it takes toil to get the results that you want Right. But if you talk to if you if you're, if you're working with people that are living an abundant mentality, OK, it's not you can it's not so much it's not so much what they do. It's who they are. It's 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 how they think. Right. And because at, at, at all times we are attracting or we are repelling heaven, we are either attracting abundance we are either drawing abundance into this meaning we are focusing on it and it's coming in or we are focused on lack and scarcity and the things that we don't want right and and, and so that inner but even you know that that whatever we're focusing on okay is 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 what it is that is actually being drawn to us or repelled from us so i pray that i'm making sense and i pray that the holy spirit is making some of this clear to you um these are concepts that uh, I, I really feel like make our brain circuitry go, you know, when we first uh, are exposed to them. And even when we're beginning to walk in them, I mean, you know, it, it, Abraham made it really simple. I mean, he just grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, right? It says that he did not consider the impotence of his own body, meaning he did not focus on his age. He did not focus on the fact that he was impotent because of age, right? No, he just grew strong in faith. He increased his vibration. He increased his frequency. He became an energetic match, right? For a uh, reversal of age <laughs> as he gave glory to God and gave thanks, right? Thankfulness and, and gratefulness for abundance. 
uh, leads to seeing abundance everywhere. Glorifying God, thanking God just raises our, raises us into the frequency of a son, into the frequency of, because God is grateful. God is thankful, right? It, 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 it's a match. It's an energetic match for gratitude and increase. It's an energetic match for joy. Joy is an energetic match for heaven. Why? Because in his presence is the fullness of joy. That's why you can laugh. I mean, there are, are documented miracles where you people have just laughed over someone and a missing finger grew back. It isn't, it isn't that they're, why? Because laughter is the atmosphere of heaven. Like it's joyful. It's blissful. It's, it's, it, and, and things here shift. The new creation manifests when we are an energetic spiritual match for whatever that thing is. And so these are some of the concepts that, that I am, I'm, I'm really speaking into 2024. I am speaking that it is time. You know, last year I said the best is not yet to come. It's now. Okay. We now is heaven on earth. Now is a new future, a new, uh, new anything is available. Uh, but the, 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 the trick here, I guess, or the, the, <laughs> the, the key here is, is that we must get out of viewing everything from a material lens and we must elevate our consciousness, meaning we must step into the consciousness, meaning we just become aware of, it's not a ladder we climb because it's already true. Uh, into this place where we are one with Jesus and we are abundance. We are one with abundance. Jesus is the lawful owner of all things. He came to give us abundant life. He is life. Jesus is life. Jesus is abundance. And we step into that identity. We step into that frequency. We step into that place of joy and love. And we focus on the things that God is focused on on the things that he is creating, the things that he is overlaying the scene realm with. And when we understand that we all have a mandate to change the world, and when I say change the world, I mean overlay it with heaven. We all have a mandate for increase. We have a mandate to be a blessing, to use uh, our gifts and our talents and, and, and a purpose to serve the earth with heaven. We're here to serve heaven to the earth. We're here to... to um, uh, uh, set creation free from decay and from death, right? There's so many, I mean, you know, Abraham's a time, an age reversal miracle, right? There's, there's miracles in, um, when they left Exodus, right? Where their shoes didn't wear out and their clothes didn't grow old. So there was no rust. There was no decay. Like there was an overriding, uh, eternal life was overriding, uh, the death sentence that came into the world through Adam. And so there is, Moses was 120 and his eyes were not dim. His forces were not abating. I mean, he wasn't impotent and he could see just fine. So the effects of aging were not affecting him. He, God told him to go up the mountain and die. He died, not because he was sick, not because he grew old, but because he gave up the ghost. Okay, Jesus gave up the ghost. Like he left the planet by choice, by choice, by decision. And we have been programmed. We've been, I mean, they used to live 700, 800 years. Why do we live? Why is like, you know, and there's all these religious teachings about it. Well, it's appointed once to die. Well, Jesus died. 
as you. You already died. You know, like there's all this religious um, uh, rhetoric, rhetoric around what are the limitations of human beings? Like what are the, li- like you, you can only live to 120, you have to age, you have to da 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 like all of these different rules. And these rule sets are what are actually governing the material realm. It's what what human beings have agreed to that are actually uh, actually governing these things rather than us realizing that we live in an unlimited kingdom with unlimited uh, possibilities, with unlimited resources, that, that we have an infinite supply of anything and everything that ever could be needed, that God himself is the source of all of it. He is the thing that is, uh, he is the, the creator. He is healing. He is, he's all of those things. And he is the, uh, uh, he is the reality, but like reality, God is reality. The kingdom is reality. And that reality is in us. That reality is not up. It's not outside. It's in Christ is in the kingdom is in. And so learning these principles, learning, learning, because we, we already are versed in how we, how the material, we are already versed in Newtonian physics. We've already been taught the way the world works. We already have a, a worldview of how the world works, right? If you give something away, you have less, right? We have Newtonian thought processes around how, what governs uh, the world. And what I'm saying is that there is a new paradigm. It is the, the, the paradigm of Jesus. It's the paradigm of Christ. It's the paradigm of the kingdom. It's also the paradigm of quantum physics. And it is the paradigm that understands that the universe is at its core non-material, that everything is non-material. And that if we want something that is non-material to become material, then we simply need to focus. We need to focus. We need to celebrate. We need to stay in an elevated frequency of love and joy and abundance and health and we can create anything that we can see that we can focus on that we can that we, that we that we truly have connected to as a right now reality that we already have it that you know what's over things you desire when you pray believe you receive it and you shall have it that we already have we already are abundance we already there's plenty of evidence for abundance i mean i'm it's snowed here today there's an abundance of snow outside right there's an abundance of joy an abundance of holy spirit an abundance of truth i mean those are just spiritual things that we have abundance of we always can connect to abundance and when we connect to abundance we we generate abundance when we when we are worried and worried about the bills and worried about this we we, we connect with scarcity when we are and you can you can Check. You can check what's real by what's the feedback. Are you increasing? Are you decreasing? Is heaven manifesting or is hell manifesting? Right? Are you getting more of the same or are things increasing? And so if you want something to shift in the in this in the in the natural, we need to shift it in the spirit, that we are spiritual beings designed to govern this realm. And so as I, I recommended, you know, movies like you know, The Matrix and Avatar and Tomorrowland, those will help you grasp the context, context and the concepts of what I'm sharing in just a a really great non-religious way and and really kind of move that out of the way. And I really believe I've already had testimonies of people coming in saying, you know, they've been watching these movies and they're changing their life. It's like the Holy Spirit. It's like the Holy Spirit's talking the entire time. So I encourage you major this year on, um, not the material realm, (laughs) you know, shift your relationship with money out of having a material relationship with money into having a non-material relationship with money. Shift your health out of having a non-material. It's not about diet. It's not about gym. I'm not saying diets are wrong. I'm not saying the gym is wrong. I'm just saying it's Newtonian. (laughs) Like it's not Newtonian is wrong. It's just by me. It's, 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 it's not supernatural. When we say supernatural, it doesn't override the natural, 
uh, supernaturally, right? So there's nothing wrong with you. Thank God for the Newtonian laws. Thank God we can fly an airplane because the law of lift supersedes the law of gravity. I guess I'm just saying that these spiritual laws, these quantum laws uh, supersede the toil and the, the work that came under the curse because men fell to believing all that there is is the material realm. And we began to be led by our five physical senses rather than our spiritual senses and the Holy Spirit. So hope this is sinking in. You will be unstoppable this year as you shift into the spirit. You shift into understanding that there is a whole nother way of government. There's a whole nother way of living that is non-material. And it is living out of the spirit and dominating the material, working with creation, materializing based on your intentions that are intentional and based upon focus that is that is intentional rather than being just to me, uh, you know, a victim of circumstances, a victim of what's going on in your life or by me getting into toil and hard work and exhaustion uh, when you're actually still just operating out of a scarcity uh, mentality. You know, you're, you're still operating out of Newtonian principles and it's just, it's, it's, it's exhausting. So God bless you guys. It is, it's going to be an awesome series. This is just part one. We'll continue to talk about these things. I have some thoughts in my, in my heart right now that God's speaking to me uh, about some other things that I'm going to be praying into and seeing if there's something that we can't do to even help get this more into you. But God bless you. Uh, I pray that this uh, is, is, you know, one that you'll just listen to again and again until the, the principles that I'm speaking are translated into a language and a paradigm that meets you exactly where you are. Uh, because Einstein said you cannot solve the problems at the same level of consciousness that created them. And so what I'm talking about this year is an elevated consciousness, a oneness consciousness, an immaterial consciousness, a sonship consciousness, but also very practical, a Newtonian consciousness that understands that our inner world is where we, where we govern, that we govern from the inside out, that we prosper from the inside out. It is scriptural, it is scientific, and it's time. It's time for the body of Christ to dominate. So God bless you guys. I love you, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.